ready to grow your business by building relationships online and offline? Are you looking for a system to attract new prospects and nurture your past clients? Maybe you're a business owner, a sales professional, or an entrepreneur. If you are, then great. Join me, Janice Porter, as we blast past your barriers to success and explore the power of relationships for your business. And welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. I am your host, Janice Porter, and my guest this week is Sophia McMorris. And I'm very excited to talk to Sophia about her business and how she feels about building relationships, because that's what we're all about. Sophia is, a, uh, is an executive wisdom mentor, certified professional transformation life coach, CEO and founder of Wisdom Speaks Life. First, I'm going to say welcome, Sophia. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. Um, Sophia says her clients hire her to help them create and implement their one-page secret success strategy plan so that they may live an integrated, harmonious, fulfilling life. And I'm going to stop there for a second, and I'm going to say, so tell me about that. Do you, did you, um, how do you teach people how to, um, how to have a harmonious, fulfilling life? Where does that start? Well, that starts with a plan. And so the secret success strategy plan is the plan that you'll create at the beginning of the course. So before you you do anything else, then that's what you create. Because um, the reason for that is that a lot of times we have a lot of ideas about we know what we want, we know where we want to go, and everything of that sort, but we don't necessarily know how to one, put it in words and two, how to, you know, get the actual steps that needs to be taken to fulfill that. So we create a plan. Okay. So you say you start with the plan right away. So yes, you say, are you basically starting at, um, starting at the end and working backwards? Yes, to a certain degree, Okay. Um, because the vision plan is first you're laying out the plan. And so you start with the high, um, you know, the big picture yes. of what I want, of how I want to live, of how I want to, you know, be as a person and everything. So once you start with that, then the struggles come behind that. So that's part of the reason why it's at the front. Because then once we have this vision of this life that we want, that we are going from good to great, now we need to have um, the steps to how to get there. A lot of people will have mindset issues. You know, they'll have belief challenges. They don't know their values. So all of those we work through in order to help you to start implementing and walking out that plan. Okay, that makes sense. That makes total sense. So um, I've been working on a uh, 30-day go-live challenge this month, and that is about me getting over my uh, fear of being uh, on live, on on video live. And today, and each day of this 30-day challenge, we're given uh, a cue or a hint of something to talk about so that we um, can go through this process. It's not meant to be marketing. It's just meant to get more comfortable being online. And the, the cue that we had for today was a mindset 
a mindset shift around blank is key to getting results. So that makes me think of what you were talking about and what you just mentioned about mindset, because I listened to one of the uh, other people in the challenge. I, li I listened to that video today before I posted mine. Okay. And um, he was talking about the difference between uh, mindset shift versus, you know, wanting to change things that are external to us as opposed to looking inside and which is easier to actually make those changes and, and become more successful, you know, and, and overcome certain things. What would you say, what's your take on that mindset versus, you know, those external goals that. Well, I think it is easier to handle an external goal than it is for a mindset goal. And the reason why, because mindset, when we're talking about the subconscious mind, and that's usually the area that I work, because I call that like you're, you have to have a foundation. So 95% of us, which is a subconscious mind, is, is where we kind of live on autopilot. And so we do all of those things. We stay in our comfort zone. And so 5% of us is lived where we live consciously. And the consciously is always kind of looking outside to, um, you know, bring those kind of things in. So when I'm talking about like the plan, for instance, it's that 5%. But we need to get the 95% to be in support of us, yeah. in support of the 5% the of what we really want to accomplish. So you can be like, okay, I want to become more visible and I want to be able to do these lives and feel comfortable with that, you have to do that work on the inside. So I think it's always important to do, to look within. I talk about self-mastery a lot because that's, I, you know, I teach the art of self-mastery and that is the place where you have to, you know, get those emotions in check. You have to be able to self-regulate. You want to be able to, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, look at your thoughts, how are you thinking about it, and then shift from there to then be in an outward thing. And then it's easier after that, after you do the work, then it's easier to get the shift to the outside. So you are saying that that mindset shift is important. And yes, it absolutely is. Okay. Yes. Because for me, I think um, that's the hardest thing is to, I can say, I want to, um, I want to get up every morning and exercise, but if I don't, if I don't see inside me the value of doing that, I cheat myself and I don't do it. Right, right. So yeah. you have it's kind of a combination, I guess, is what we're saying. Right, right. Yeah, the mind. You know, because because then you can be doing the exercise. Because this is the other part. You can do the exercise, um, and you do it because you know you need to do it and you should do it, and it's good for you, and all of those things, but you don't necessarily believe that. Ah. But you could still follow through with all of that, and you do it, but you don't believe that it's good for you. It's, it's what you, you know, it's what needs to happen that's going to get you to that optimal health. You know, you, you can do things, because a lot of times we do things, but we do it because we feel obligated. We, there's peer pressure to do it. You know, we're comparing ourselves with others. So we're like, okay, I want to look like, you know, somebody else. So therefore I do it. And so there's so many reasons why we do it, but we don't always do it for the right reason. And okay, that's the so, reason. So wait, you need to stop there because when we do it for those other external things, mm -hmm. 
that's when I think it doesn't last. Right. Exactly. Right? That's when we yes. fall off the wagon. So yes. what you're saying is we have to build that belief inside. Now, maybe that belief comes from seeing the results, right? Because, our, you know, if I did those exercises every day and in a month I felt better, not worse, and I, you know, started to feel healthier, then maybe... I would start to believe more, which would keep me going. So it is an right. internal thing that's going, right. that's going right. to make it stick. Right. Definitely is an internal thing. Okay. All right. Yeah. So um, I know that um, we have something in common because we both were our teachers. I mean, I'm, I was a school teacher for many years and you're a homeschool teacher. Yes. How long have you been doing that? I have been doing that for over 20 years. <laughs> your own kids? Your own kids? Yes, yes. And I have tutored like neighborhood children and, and everything like that and taught people how to read and those type of things. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so what part of that comes into the coaching work that you do? And I'm going to tell you why. Well, it comes in because at heart, at, at the core of everything, when you're a coach, you're a teacher. Um, and you know, even though you kind of help people to show them to get there by themselves and to mm -hmm. get the answers, but there's a big part of it where you're actually teaching things. And so I find myself, even when I'm making videos um, to put out, I'm actually teaching you something. I'm teaching you whether you know it yet or you don't know it, you know, but I'm teaching you. And so I feel like the two goes hand in hand. They're very closely related um, in that you know, there is a teaching process because as you um, help somebody to realize what the answer is and to look within, then you're actually teaching that. Yes. Um, I, I think that uh, once a teacher, always a teacher. Yes. <laughs> I, I was trying to, I was doing some of that with you earlier. I couldn't help myself. Yes. Yes. Right? And um, uh, however, like my husband was a basketball coach for like 35 years and I see him and he's also a teacher and there, mm -hmm. there's definitely, there was combination, but I see the coaching piece as, as you described as kind of um, uh, supporting from behind and letting people mm -hmm. um, giving them the, the pathway to figure things out themselves. And hopefully then it, it, it the penny drops, you know, the, right. Right. In. Um, so, and also both, of course, have that, uh, internal gift of encouragement, right? Right. Definitely. An, yeah. Yes. You have to be an encourager. So, um, you talk about, um, your, uh, your, your website is called Sophia wisdom or your tagline. Sophia wisdom. speaks wisdom. Right. Sophia speaks wisdom. So would you say that your children what have they taught you to bring that wisdom to others? I could tell you, uh, my son taught me to be happy. I remember, you know, um, you know, him being a toddler and he's running around in this place where he's just like so happy and running around. And I just kind of stopped. I just kind of took notice 
and just realized that he was teaching me to be happy because there was a place where I wasn't, I was too concerned about, you know, making sure that he was safe, making sure that he was, you know, getting enough food, make sure that he was doing. And I was just like, all these different things, you know, then put you at this place where you're standing behind the, the door or the wall or the window and looking out, you know, so you're, you know, you're not really seeing your own self and how you're being. So it was so important. I learned from him that he, you know, got that God wants me to be happy. You know, I learned happiness from him. You know, I think that you're very lucky that you were able to learn that from your child, because I think I missed that. And now I have a grandchild and now I'm seeing it. Now mm -hmm. I'm seeing that my beautiful little granddaughter, if I am just in the moment with her and enjoying mm -hmm. that moment, nothing else matters. Um, it's like, it's magic. Yeah. You know? Because children have that sense of joy, just right. In, you know, they don't have all the stuff that we got. Piled right, up right, after. Right. And so, yeah, it's a great lesson to learn from children for sure. Um, so let's talk for a minute about um, when you, when you, when you're working with people, um, what, if anything, because maybe it doesn't, but what um, triggers relationship for you? The word relationships, because I'm all about building relationships. We met, how did we meet on? Oh, we met online. We met on a yes. networking <laughs> group, online yes. networking group, because you're in Chicago and I'm right. in Vancouver. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think you reached out and yes. um, which was great. And we connected. And the first thing I want to do is have a conversation online on a on zoom so i can see you as if i was going for coffee with you right right, right. Yes. so yes. how do you does that come into your uh coaching at all with people yes well i mean first my coaching is all about relationship and the relationship that i start with first is the self relationship yeah so sense. that is absolutely key you know because a lot of times people can have relationship outside of themselves with other people um but they don't have a relationship with themselves so i take them into having that relationship with themselves to becoming self-aware to you know being you know self you know to practice self-mastery to do all of those things to become a self-leader before you can become you know an effective leader so, so, wait, so to love themselves yes okay. um self-love the whole gamut we just go <laughs> you know because um it's really important because everything about yourself you have to you have to get that first because you can't really you know how we talk about pour from your own cup you know pouring from a full and overflowing cup versus pouring from an empty cup and a lot of times even if we do have in our cups our cups is not sufficient enough to where we are getting the overflow because when we give from overflow then we're never depleted mm -hmm. our cup remains always full so the self-relationship is the place that we start and then we build out into and that benefits all our other relationships and makes them better of course it does that's such that's very well said so um i can tell that you love that part of what you do so when, you, when people come to you, you attract those people that want to work with you. Would you, are they broken? 
are those people broken or are they just in need of filling their cup a little bit more? Well, it's, it's sometimes it's a combination of both. Um, you know, some people, they, they just, they're at a place where they're like, oh my goodness, I was missing this piece of the puzzle. And so they need that. Um, and then for some people, they're a little bit more, you know, challenged in that they need a lot more. They need more of all the work that we're going to go through in order to get their cup filled up and then to the place of overflowing. So what gives you the most satisfaction when you've worked with somebody? I think just talking. To <laughs> I get so excited just having a conversation, just sharing with somebody the things that um, I'm passionate about and then really seeing them being able to transform, to, to get those light bulbs moments where they're like, oh my gosh, they're like, I didn't know that. And now I got that, you know, and then be able to move forward and make the progress that they want to make in their lives. Nice. Um, so I noticed in your um, website that Les Brown is one of your mentors and he's amazing. What have you learned the most from, what have you learned from him? Well, he's an inspiring <laughs> person, right? He's amazing. Yes. So the, the thing that I got from Les Brown, because I had an experience when I was in college and um, I'll just share that for a moment. Yeah, please. Um, I was in college and I went to, they were like, oh, we're having this speaker come to the school and everything like that. So I'm like, okay, I'm going. It was African-American um, history month um, mm -hmm. that they were doing. So I was like, okay. So I went. And then when I went, um, he was talking and people were laughing and it just seemed like they were having such a good time. And I was, you know, perplexed. I was like, wait a minute, why is all this laughter? And so I left there walking out and I remember as I'm like I'm between the library and the building I'm going down and I start having this conversation with myself I said what happens when the laughter is over what happens when you know it's no joke is no longer funny when it's been a month when it's you know two weeks what happens then and so in doing that I made a decision that I was going to be a motivational speaker and I was going to help people, you know, um, you know, change their lives. Like I was going to give them things that they could actually use to really move forward. Cause I felt like that was missing at the time from my experience with him. Like there wasn't any blueprint. There wasn't any template. There wasn't any handout. I didn't remember receiving one. And I was thinking I need something to help me to be the person that I want to be and to give me that encouragement consistently. So then that's what I ended up doing. So, and that's wisdom speaks life. <laughs> so, so let me just um, recap, see if I understand that because you went to this, um, it was African-American history month, which is black. Yeah. History black history. Month. February, yes. February, and yes. In conjunction with Martin Luther King um, holiday and so on. Right. In the United yes. States. And you were actually at university for, you, you got a degree in African-American studies and political science. Yes. Okay. So just because um, you had the opportunity, African-American month, you went and you heard this speaker and it was Les Brown. And Les Brown yes. is very inspirational and he, yes. he is great on stage. I've seen him on stage. And mm -hmm. he sparked something in you. That right. you, but you went away and you kind of felt let down because there was nothing beyond that. Did you go right. and buy his book or start looking um, at No, I, I oh, didn't. Okay. It was, it was, um, it was like, 
I don't even know how to describe it. Like I was angry. I was just like, <laughs> I, I mean, but you know, in processing that, that anger that I felt like, you know, there wasn't enough. Um, then I was able to, you know, start doing things and it's been a while. And so, but that is the dream of my heart always. Uh -huh. And so when, when we were um, making like my little promo video, that was one of the things that came out. And I was just like, this is how he, he in inspired me to be the answer. Love it. Love it. You know? Yeah. So that's really special. Yeah. And um, uh, so I'm going to say, I think that, um, well, it, it's kind of just to me fascinating that you just like my daughter, she got a degree in theater and English and then got into sales and owned her own business. She should have been in entrepreneurship, you know, like it was mm -hmm. just so interesting. So you took the studies in Amer African American studies and political science. And here you are now as a certified coach, helping people with, um, with their uh, self, uh, with their personal coaching, their life coaching, right? right. Yeah. Help them along. It's like, night and day to me you know right i mean i i think i don't think it's that far off because one of the other things that i had when i was a little girl i couldn't wait to have children because i wanted to teach them something so like that natural teacher was always there i, I think that. you know when i went into college they told me well this is what you needed to have in order to because i wanted to become a lawyer Ah. So, yeah, so that was part of why I went sure. down the road I went. Um, but, you know, faith, God had another idea for me. And it's like, I, ever since I haven't been able to let it go. So I was like, this is my purpose, that I have to do this thing. And I feel most passionate about, you know, um, helping people, you know, take control good, right? of their lives. Yeah. Right so you never did become a lawyer, right? No, I didn't. No. I didn't. I, I, I was like, I was so upset. I mean, like, there's so many stories yeah. that goes with, you know, like the political science, you know, um, I felt a letdown in that as well in that, you know, I was, we were talking about the presidents and it was just like, oh my goodness, they lie about things. And if they were lying about things, they can't really do, you know, and then looking at the electoral college and how all of those came into place, I said, oh, they can't really do what they're saying. They're, do they're what they're telling people they're doing. So they're lying. So I was so disappointed. I wanted to drop political science. But by then I had gone so far in my studies. They were like, no, it's too late. You just have to major in it. So oh. that's when I picked up African-American studies as, you know, um, okay. you know, a second, a second uh, major. Sure. So let's fast forward to today. So now you help. Um, do you work with men and women? Yes, I do. Okay. And um before we wrap up, I just want to ask you a couple of questions. I know you've got a, a complimentary offer for people and people can join your community and start talking about things that maybe will lead to um, them creating the life that they love and having you guide them to do so. So uh, one of the things that, uh, that I like to ask my, my guests is about my favorite word. And my favorite word is curiosity. And so when I say the word curiosity, what comes to mind for you? Are you a curious person? What are you curious about? Those kinds yes, of things. I, I mean, because I feel like the word curious is always about learning and growth mm -hmm. and really, you know, you know, pushing the, the envelope, like, you know, 
you can't really learn when we're talking about, you know, self mastery and looking inside, that's asking yourself those questions that's going to help you to, to, you know, move forward, to grow, to develop, to change and to become, you know, the other person that you want to be. So I feel like that's, you know, that's, that's like my take on it. When I hear that it's like growth and, um, learning and learning about yourself, learning about other people, learning about different things, you know, so that way you can have that experience of, of growth and change. Awesome. So I'm guessing that you are what I would call a lifelong learner. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I, uh-huh. I would I would say I am because I'm always learning something. I've had to learn so much. Yeah. Some things I wanted to learn, other <laughs> things I didn't want to learn so much and I had to still learn them. Uh, but it's been a good road. It's been uh, a good journey. That's excellent. So um, would are you in today's world, would you say that you are a reader or a listener or uh, a video watcher? Um. I would say I'm a reader and a listener. Um, I tend to to do that. I do watch videos, um, but I don't think it's as big as, you know, maybe listening and, and reading. Podcasting, right? Listening to podcasts. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so that's delightful. Okay. So I do have all your information for people to find you, which I will put in the show notes. But if you want to say one thing about the best way to get hold of you or what you are to inspire people to, to connect with you, go ahead. Um, I would say the easiest place right now is to go to uh, sophiaspeakswisdom.com. Okay. Um, visit my website and, you know, there you'll be able to um, get the complimentary gift and, you know, join my community and, and all of those things. Perfect. Well, it's been a delight. Thank you, Sophia, for being my guest today. And uh, I uh, look forward to continuing our relationship as we move forward. Yes, me too. Thank you. And thank you to my audience for, again, being uh, loyal and listening. And please, if you enjoyed what you, what you heard today, leave a review. And remember to stay connected and be remembered. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If this show has inspired you to reach out to connect to someone new or nurture a current or past relationship, and you think that others can benefit from listening, please share this episode. If you have feedback or questions about the episode, please leave a note in the comment sections below. If you would like to receive automatic updates of new podcast episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or from the podcast app on your mobile device. Ratings and reviews from my listeners are extremely valuable to me and greatly appreciated. They help the podcast rank higher on iTunes, which exposes my show to more awesome listeners like you. So if you have a minute, please leave an honest review on iTunes. And remember to stay connected and be remembered.